Shit Dad Podcast. Celebrating the mistakes that all parents make. You're listening to the Shit Dad Podcast. G'day, g'day, and welcome back to the Shit Dad Podcast, where we normalise those parenting mistakes and breaks while talking all things fatherhood. I'm Nick, married father of a three, five, and a seven-year-old, and being a school dad means you automatically need to be good at small talk for the drop-off and pickups. Definitely. I'm Cam, father to a two-year-old and a four-year-old, and I'm currently solo parenting for two nights, which means the kids get to eat ice cream every night, and we're back to the sexy voices in the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> It was very nice being in this dungeon. <laughs> you know, I'm Dave, father of two gorgeous girls, a three-year-old and six-month-old. And I normally have people at work who do this for, kind of stuff for me, mm. thanks to my work wives. So, boys, can you really pick up your game? Because I'm sick of getting this empty. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're sick of carrying you on our shoulders. <laughs> look, I work husbands. Oh, look, I've, I bought the beers. Come on. Yeah, I'll, we'll give you that. Now, uh, in other news... Uh, we have our good mate Anthony from Black Property Group here tonight. So uh, this is uh, over to Anthony. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, so one. we, uh, Anthony's our, uh, our new major sponsor and we're really excited to have him on board. We were talking through all of our, uh, our new sound gear tonight so we're mm. very excited and we're very comfortable because mm. we don't have to like lean forward into a, a microphone anymore. We can sit back and, and be comfortable. Yeah, I feel um, like I'm going to... Fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we'll, we'll try not to put you asleep with our boringness. <laughs> but yeah, it's good to have him on board and um, welcome to the show, mate. Good to be here. How good's that? How about we uh, kick it off with some dad jokes? Heck Let's yeah. Do it. Let's do that. Who's up? I got a really good one. Yeah, go on it. All right, but it's it's going to involve some involvement from the team here, right? Yeah, let's do this. I uh, heard this. So I use, oh, you, if you saw my video, you actually have already heard the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, can't remember where I heard it. Anyway. Do you know the difference between a mobile phone and an iron? What? No. No? No. You must no. burn your face a lot then. <laughs> <laughs> real estate joke. I do like that. That's real good. I'll pay it. Oh, that's good. What about you, Benz? Go on. Which bear is the most condescending? No, nah, which, which one? one? A pan. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave. Oh, me? Yeah. All right. So I was doing some uh, stationary ordering at, at work for next year. You know they don't make rulers any longer than thirty centimeters. Mm. Interesting. Mm. And I fucked that joke. I literally fucked that joke. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when I don't write it down. It's meant to be something like they don't make rulers thirty centimeters. Ah, oh, fuck it. Anyway, how about this one though? Amazing. This is a good one. Up. Yeah. Oh fuck! I need to write don't that. Don't butcher this one. <laughs> you know the guy who made the knock knock jokes won a Nobel Prize. Was it 30 centimetres long? <laughs> Fucking he won a Nobel Prize. He knock-knocked, you fuckheads. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Nice. Yeah. I like it. It was one of those days, boys. Pay it. Camo. Oh, wait, I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just weren't acknowledging it. Nah, I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> uh, what's the difference between roast beef and pea soup? No, what? Anyone can roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's good. I'll pay it. Well paid. Okay. So we got some listener messages this week. Mm. So we'll kick it off with Timmy from Brew Tropic. Yeah. So Tim from Brew Tropic says, hey, guys, I really enjoy your podcast, which I stumbled on the other day. I'm a dad with two kids also, so I find your content very amusing. 
If you're ever looking for a guest, perhaps I could chat all things non-alcoholic beer. I haven't drunk alcohol for nearly eight years now, pretty much driven by my kids and hangovers being just miserable beyond the 30s. So he's going to flick over some brew tropic beers Mm. on the way. So these are no alcohol uh, for a fruity kind of beers. So we can't wait to give them a try. Really keen. Uh, Thanks, Tim. That's awesome. And and, um, yeah, keen to have a chat to you at some point. Definitely. Thanks for the messages. How good's that? We've got um, James Thornburn sent us in a, Thornburn rather, who sent us an email. He's got a bit of a story for us. So here it is. Hey, boys, really enjoying the show. Some great stories and segments. I think I take something away from every, uh, from everyone who shares. Your jokes, your hacks, your shit dad moments are great too. So many rem- uh, so many remind me of something that I've done in, point in my parenting journey. Not sure if this is a joke, hack or a moment. Anyway, so we're doing this little hike a few years ago and sure enough, pretty early on the question start. How much longer? Are we there yet? Can we stop for a break? So I just tell them, keep going and I promise that we're, halfway, we're nearly halfway and there's a great place to rest and enjoy the view. So questions keep coming. I keep saying it. Just a few turns away, we're nearly halfway and the spot is way better than here, so we keep going. So I convince them, let's just keep going. It's a great halfway point. Then we ran the last bend and they realised we're at the top. They're like, Dad, you lied to us. I said, no, I didn't. It's exactly halfway. It has a great view. Perfect. <laughs> Jimmy. How good is that? That's awesome. Thanks, mate. Oh, Thanks, awesome. Jimmy. Um, yeah, so if... Anyone has any great stories that they want to share, or they want to get in touch to let us know that they have a good, uh, a good dad story that they'd like to share as an episode? Uh, please get in touch with us either on the Shit Dad Share line or through Instagram. Uh, we do have a Shit Dad Share line. We had a shit line, Shit Dad Share line, fuck up, which we're going to rectify right now. We're going to call um, listener Fabs um, for his Shit Dad moment, but we also got a Shit Dad Share line call today mm-hmm. so we'll call fabs and see if he answers and see if my bluetooth works yes <laughs> anyone who Fabs, it's not like you got twins, mate. Yeah, no. Come on. Put your head in, mate. <laughs> all right, we'll try him again another time. <laughs> put them both down, all right? Okay, so that on. went about as well as his call to the shit, that challenge. Um, yeah, we'll get there joke. eventually. Yeah, my joke. <laughs> Better be a good story. Uh, so, yeah, we also had a caller today on the shit, that share line, and I'm going to bring that up for you right now. Hey guys, um, I just found this number online by Googling the Shit Dad podcast. So hopefully I've reached the right number. If not, it's going to be the most random voice message in the world. <laughs> but just wanted to let you guys know, drastically appreciate what you guys put online. Um, yeah, would love if, if you ever needed someone to share. I've got a pretty interesting background. Um, would love to jump on and, and share some views. Uh, if you needed someone other than that, guys, just wanted to, again, put out a bit of an appreciation and a thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, I've just started listening, but we'll be listening for a while to come. Take care, guys. Cheers. How good's that? Great. Didn't, didn't leave a name. So <coughs> there's a follow-up to that. <laughs> he sent us a message later. Uh, his name's Reese, uh, and he's a he's from the Gold Coast. So I got a feeling he saw one of our podcast stickers and decided to give it a Google. Um, so yeah, he's, oh, he said, give us a buzz, but we'll, we'll save him for an episode, but yeah, yeah we'll, um, yeah, his name's Reese. He's a, a fighter and a dad, and he's got a really good story that he wants to share. So thanks Reese, for sending us a, uh, a call on the shit dad share line, which is 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked, <laughs> I picked the most easy to remember one. They gave us a massive list and I just went through. I would have looked for anyone that had like a 69 in it. <laughs> <laughs> Those days oh, are gone. How did I not think of that? 07, <laughs> 69, 69. <laughs> Those days are gone for us now, man. Oh, <laughs> I'm devastated I didn't think of that now. Oh. Rookie. <laughs> I, I actually would be able to remember that number. I fucking don't know any number. You don't know anything apart from what's put in front of you, Dave. That is true. I told you, I normally have people who do this shit for me. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So thanks, everyone, for sending those messages in. Uh, we've got the uh, email at shitdadpod at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Instagram at shitdadpod. Um, don't forget uh, to join the Facebook group on shitdadpod or, as Nick mentioned, the share line. Uh, and also, while you're at it, while you're listening, jump into Spotify, jump into Apple Podcasts and leave a review and five stars. That, stars, that would be greatly appreciated. We actually have a review from Milky the White Wizard, a.k.a. Oh, the Milky Man. Love the milk. Uh, so thanks, Milky, for writing our review. He says, these blokes are great. It's great to hear we all struggle in the world of dadding. Personally, I'm a dad of two, three and five year olds and have struggled within the transition from only self and relationship care with the wife to uh, the world of four people to care for. So I very recently have been diagnosed with ADHD and with that I have come to realise that a lot of my parenting mistakes are results of me having the mental health issues that come with ADHD. It's hugely helpful to know that others make mistakes and we all live on and love our kids unconditionally, no matter the challenges and mistakes. That is one good is that? thousand percent true. Yeah. Hey? Usually, thanks, Milky. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Milk. Um, usually the mistakes come from them, obviously. The kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we, we yeah, just yeah, live with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Yeah, so we obviously want to be in the top top five parenting podcasts in Australia by Christmas because the best Christmas gift we can give dads is the knowledge that they're not the only ones. So that's our thing at the moment. We want to be up there by Christmas and uh, give it to all the mum podcasts because there's a million of them and they're all, yeah. They're they're, all perfect. Yeah, they're all perfect. Mums are perfect, as as you know, but the mums that listen to the Shit Dad podcast are realists (laughs) and they know that we all make mistakes. So share our show on your Insta uh, Insta stories uh, and share the word of the shit daddery at work and we would love to get more listeners. They are starting to punch in now so we're really excited to get um, get the guys on board, all the new listeners on board. I am pushing it, by the way, lads, to the, the kids in class. Okay. Hey, tell your dad to listen <laughs> to my podcast. Go and become dads. <laughs> I'm like, no, go. Fuck tell them no, they get extra not. credit. Oh, yeah, now we're talking. All right, so I'm going to say to them now, every time I see one of your parents, you, yep, you will get an automatic A. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you teach? I've got grade five, six. Yeah, so comp- like oh, oh so, so all of it. I got to teach so all of it. You can tell how much I paid attention in school. <laughs> yeah, no, mate, I teach all of it. What so. subjects that? Um, <laughs> all, no, of them. all of them. All of them. But all of them. But as I said earlier, a lot of people do my work for me. Yeah. Um, but no, it shows. Yeah, it's quite funny though. I do walk in. They're like, my dad was turned on Spotify again. And he just pissed himself laughing. I'm like, you can't say piss in front of me, all right? <laughs> but I like your dad. <laughs> They're like, yeah, he's listening to, oh, I think it was like about four episodes ago. They've just come run up on me just before holidays. I'm like, my dad thinks it's the funniest thing ever. I'm like, well, tell him to keep listening, please. Yeah, and tell all his dad mates. Yep, yeah. and don't forget that I like beer and whiskey for Christmas. <laughs> Kids like me too. Yeah. <laughs> Been raiding dad's cupboard. Now, uh, this is about the time of the show that we would put on dad's corner. Um, but as we've upgraded, uh, thanks to Black Property, obviously, uh, we 
have lost all of our sound uh, soundboard. So back to back ba- to square one. Back to square one. Back to basics. <laughs> it looks we'll, good. We, it looks mm. amazing. Um, it's like a spaceship. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like we're in a spaceship. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So everything will be coming back to normal real soon. But I'll just um, throw the word out now. So for Dad's corner. We give a shout out to Worthy Causes and Support Services for men and dads all over the world. So if you know a group that's helped you or is a great cause, let us know on Instagram at shitdadpod. Um, This month we have been featuring Support for Fathers, which is an Australian project providing dads with options and information about fatherhood, the relationship with their partner and connecting with their kids. They also enable support services and practitioners to work with dads and families more thoughtfully and effectively. Check out supportforfathers.com.au for more info. and if you're turned off by the stereotypical real estate experience with the tacky and outdated approach like I'm in your street or I'll give you a free appraisal, look no further than Black Property Group and get to know Anthony and his team. Uh, whether you want to buy now or upgrade to the family home in 12 to 18 months, take the patient, personable approach to find the right home with Black. Check out blackpg.com.au for more. And finally, support the guys who've kept us clothed or we'd have been sitting around in the skin. Smashing fibres are having a closing down sale, quick dry, easy breathe tees and tanks for that gym wear or casual look. You won't find a nicer tees anywhere for 10 bucks. While stocks last... That's Dad's Corner. Nice. Well done, mate. That was, I couldn't even give my own company a plug like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We're very professional. In the segments we need to be. Yeah. <laughs> and, then it's, and then it's pants off. <laughs> That's why we don't record, we don't uh, video record <laughs> anything because we're just pants off all the time. <laughs> or it's also just 10 minutes of a Facebook live. Straight off. And then. We've just received a message from Fabs himself oh. Um, oh. who is ready to have a chat with us. So let's give him a call now. G'day. Fabs. There you go, mate. Sorry we missed you, mate. You're on with Nick, Cam, Dave and Ant. How are you, mate? How are you, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks, boys. How are you? How are you? Great. Good, Thank good. you, man. We're um we're dying to hear your shit dad story that you tried so valiantly <laughs> to uh, to leave on the shit dad share line. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah we're... No <laughs> what do you got for us? Um, yeah, mate. Uh, so I've, I've, I guess I've coined this story, the unhappy meal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it all revolves around the golden arches and the epic failure in um in the toy slash book. Uh, selection with the Happy Meal. So I'll warn you right yeah, now, I, Fabs. You've you've got two yeah. former McDonald's workers on, on the panel. <laughs> oh, jeez. So go your hardest. Please do, mate, because I'm really <laughs> shitty too. Now I have to pay for my food there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'll start swinging then. Nah. <laughs> do it. Go. Uh, um, yeah, mate. So it's a few weeks ago. We um, yeah, just picking up uh, our four-year-old uh, little girl, uh, Jam, from kindy and had to stop in at the doctor's uh, just for a checkup with the um, the twins. And so, yeah, got through all that and Jem was being just a absolute angel, you know, wearing a mask and doing what she was told and, you know, all the good things. So we thought, you know, two birds with one stone um, will shatter some Maccas for dinner and, you know, we get out of having to cook her a meal ourselves. So <laughs> win-win. Um Scroll into the uh, the, the Macca's drive through and I'm on the app and I'm like, yep, fries, nugs, and what, what sort of toy we're going to select. So veto the toy and go for the book, choose the book, go through the drive through 
and uh, yeah, pick it up. And she's like, oh, sorry, uh, we don't have any books, so we've given you a toy. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> meltdown ensues. <laughs> they ruined it for you for life. <laughs> uh, and I was like, "This, I've been stitched up with this before, you know." Like, always choose book, and we had a good run there for a while. And uh, last three or four times has just been the dodgy plastic shit toy that you know when you chuck it in the bin, it makes the bin untidy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so I sort of hide that from Jem, and um, we're on our way home, and. She's hooking into her little French fries and licking her salty little fingers and just loving life back there. And, you know, we think we're on to a winner. And we get home and um, I'm like, okay, Jem, you can you can have your nuggets now because, you know, it's got sauce and it's a bit messy. So we save that for home. And she's like, no, no, I'm full. I want my toy. And I was like, no, 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 no. You've got to have some nuggets, please. You know, you can't just have your toy and uh, not eat your nuggets. She's like, no, no. I want the toy. And yeah, you guys are dads. <laughs> you know where this is going. Yeah. I'm like, you can't just bypass the one food component that resembles <laughs> any source of nutrition, you know, albeit processed protein, but some protein yeah. at least. Nah, 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 nah. Escalate, escalate, escalate. And I was like, oh. And it went to timeout and <laughs> we're at our wits end. Because. <laughs> It was witching hour, the twins are starting to get cranky and uh, everything was just sort of amplifying by that stage. And I'm like, nah, straight to timeout, you need to calm down and then uh, you can you can come back inside. Like, timeout was actually putting her outside and, and closing the door. <laughs> <laughs> I like your timeout zone. Mm. I'm going to try this. Me too. Uh, it's, 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 well, it's one of her real triggers because it's like the fear of missing out and if she's sort of taken out of the... Um, out of the dynamic where everyone else is, uh, it really, really, um, yeah, it hits her buttons. And sometimes it works, but this time, yeah, it just wasn't going to work. She was doubling down and, oh, what my toy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Big question. Did so you give bad. in? No, no, definitely what not. What a um, trooper. We, we, had to, we had to text the neighbours and say, hey, guys, to Jensen time out. We're not, you know, Killing a child over here on the other side of the fence. <laughs> you bought a third party in. <laughs> yeah, because like they, you know, low key, one of them works um, for the police. So, no, you know, no. just sort of keeping everything above board. I'm like, no, nah, she's just in time out. And then they text back and they're like, yep, been there, mate. So, oh, all good. <laughs> understanding neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, they're awesome. So, I'm um, very understanding. And uh, yeah, had to endure the, um, the psycho episode that, um, you know, she was not sort of relieving from and banging on the glass and all that sort of stuff but she eventually calmed down and oh mate it was just nuggets were in the bin toy was in the bin Whoa. everyone was just pissed off and <laughs> upstairs off to off the bath time in bed you know just a massive failure from bloody old mac uh, mcdonald's over there stitching us up with no book no book yeah. Mate. <laughs> Firstly, Fabs, I, I just need to ask a question. Why do the nuggets go in the bin? Why that did you not smash it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just pretending, aren't you? You, you just found the dad bod. Oh, mate, there might have been a cheeky nuggets thing down That's my good. way. I would have fucking yeah. eaten, I would have eaten them at the back door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. right, you're missing it. <laughs> yeah, well, it looks like daddy's having the nutritionist protein this time. That's right, including my double quarter pounder. Oh, God. Yeah. That's gold, yeah, mate. Yeah. No, I really um, appreciate the uh, the time to call in the Shit Dad share line. Um, sorry it didn't work for you, but 
We it does work because we um we copped another one this week as well. So it must have just been. Are you with Optus by any chance? Great people, obviously. No, <laughs> <laughs> no someone's um yeah hacking into my phone calls. No, uh, no, it's Telstra. So who knows, man? But to be honest, this was good. Uh, it's a little bit strange talking to to nothing. So um this feels <laughs> yeah. a bit more natural. So <laughs> mate, sounds like you uh you talked to your oh you 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 treated that problem with a plumb. Like an absolute trooper, so we, uh, I think it's a ten out of ten from me. Mm. Yep. Oh, jeez, mate. Yeah. Oh, I'm impressed you held out. I would have given in. No, yeah. no, no. I reckon I would have held out. I'm giving you an eight because you didn't eat those. Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to drop some demerit points there. Yeah, Sorry, everything else was great. On that one. <laughs> All right, mate. No, I really appreciate, really appreciate getting in touch, and um, yeah, we'll hopefully chat to you in the next few weeks for an episode yourself. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Um, yeah. Talk to you soon. All right, pal. Cheers, Fabs. Thanks, Fabs. All right. Thanks, mate. See you guys. I was cutting off. Mid seer. <laughs> <Mid> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Sorry, Fabs. The, uh, the McDonald's story there actually just took me back to my childhood. Do you guys want to hear a shit dad moment from my dad? Shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't actually a shit dad moment. They're right? the like, best ones. This is like defining me. This is why I now am a real estate agent. <laughs> so everyone blame him. Um, Whenever we used to go to McDonald's, obviously you get a Happy Meal. Uh, Dad still wasn't game to get me a burger, man. It's like, you're not going to finish it. You can go a Happy Meal. Every time, without fail, I get the meal out. I'm pumping this meal. He grabs a toy. He's like, go tell him you didn't get a toy. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not doing it. He's like, yeah, just go, just go tell him you didn't get a toy. It's me, like, you know, I'm. I don't even know how old, like old enough to remember it. <laughs> Childhood trauma. That's so and, shit. And I'd, I'd walk up to the lady, I'd be like, I, I didn't get a toy with my Happy Meal. It's like, okay, there's another one. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> like runaway man. Like honestly, I'd walk up like oh, palms of sweating. Wow. I'm like standing there. I must look like this guilty little thing. I'm like, and they're like, yeah, cool. I don't care. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm like thinking, four bucks an hour. Yeah, I'm like thinking I'm peak criminal right now, like stealing a toy from McDonald's. But dude used to have like a bag. It was bigger than me at the time, just full of old McDonald's toys. No. Collections, like all the Smurfs, like the lot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like it was, like, it was good on him, you know, <laughs> using your child to... To get there, it's like getting you to climb through the fucking cat door to steal keys and wallets and fucking taking cars. I honestly reckon that is peak shit, Dattery. Hey, that's too good. In saying that, though, in my experience at Macca's, apart from dealing with Cam having to fucking go on a Sunday, hey Dave, I'm not wearing gloves today. I don't care, Cam, Cam, but that's the supervisor. I don't care, Dave. (laughs) Fine, you can deal with it. Hey, firstly, we're dealing with that. If a little kid came up to me and said, oh, I didn't get my Happy Meal toy, I would have just given it. 100%. If your old man came up to me like, nah, mate, I definitely put it yeah. in, buddy. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. He, nah. knew, he knew the system. And, and I'll tell you what, to this day, like, it's, it's made me who I am. I'm not scared to ask someone for something now. <laughs> so, yeah. Did he teach you oh, a life lesson? So yeah. Defining. Defining. <laughs> Never be afraid to ask. Yeah. And always get someone young and innocent to ask <laughs> <Yeah>. for you. <laughs> If you think the answer's going to be no, guilt them into it. <laughs> We're going to be all superb salesmen after this, eh? <laughs> all right, so let's kick into the, this week's chat. So after that, that's a hard act to follow, mate, to be honest. Uh, so last week we chatted all things three nages, but it's time to get into the eye of the four NATO. I really like that. Well done. Mm. Did you think of that? Yeah. 
Yeah, right. I think I can handle the eye. I think it's just going to be the sides I won't be able to handle. Yeah, so we're talking pre uh, – well, I think it's called preschool age, so four to five we're talking about this week. Um, and, yeah, we've, we've all – well, you guys haven't experienced it yet. Wait, Cam's in the, you're in, the middle you're in of four, it as well. You're yeah. in a mix of it. Yeah. I'm um, a little bit away. Yeah, so we, we're sort of working up to – school age next week and the week well, the week after hopefully. So now we're reaching preschool age. This is all about moulding your kids into the people you want them to grow into by breaking the cycle, implanting the right ideals and setting the example. What do you think of that, boys? I think that's actually a really perfect segue after Anne's story about breaking <laughs> yeah. the cycle. We're breaking the cycle. <laughs> we're <laughs> moulding the kids. the right example. <laughs> so now we've sent our kid to pick up another free Macca's toy. <laughs> now we're going to mould them into being able to cook the McDonald's. <laughs> You've got to go one way or the other. Okay, all right. You break the cycle or you create that cycle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's a couple of t- couple of topics we want to cover this week, um, and it's something that we haven't really spoken about yet. Um, we've we've sort of spoken about meltdowns, we've spoken about what to expect um, with like nappies and all that sort of shit, but we haven't really delved deep into that sort of defining age where they're learning right from wrong. So, I really wanted to cover this week um, how you react to violence. Um, sort of when I talk about breaking the cycle, we're talking about um, teaching kids from a really young age that violence is not okay in any form. Um, there, are, but there are healthy ways of breaking the like get, uh, getting rid of that energy and like defending yourself. All right, but uh, things like gender equality, so that's sort of an, a massive thing now, mm-hmm. um, and for good reason as well. Uh, we want to teach our boys or our kids from a young age that. Um, women are as important as men and have should have the exact same rights as men and also the big one for parents at the moment is respect. We want to teach our kids from a very young age. But one thing I did want to bring up as well, especially with respect, is you don't like they copy everything we do. So they learn they've learned everything they know from us. Mm. And I think when it comes to expectations our parent, parenting expectations might be too high because these kids are only demonstrating what they've learned from us. Mm. And if we're expecting them to be the perfect citizen and getting angry when they're not, that's more of a reflection of us than them. I was thinking about this the other day, um, <clears throat> the age of the gentleman. Like does that feel like that's over? And because, you know, if you've, got, if you've got sons, you want to make sure they grow up to be gentlemen and, and, you know, very courteous and respectful and things like that. But is that, you know, is that something that has... Die, like died over time with like from our grandparents to our dads to us and to then our kid. Do you think has it died or is it just this is what I'm, diluted? This is what I'm yeah, yeah. I this is what diluted. I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah. It's a different world we because live in. it's it's sort of married. Sorry, David's yeah, married yeah. with equality as well because <clears throat> it's weird. I've opened the door for a female mm. and she said, "I don't need you to open the door for me." And I'm like, "Whoa, soz. Mm. Yeah. Do what you want later." <laughs> Sorry, so I slammed it in <laughs> <Yeah>. her face. <laughs> no, but. Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think it's the fact of like a gentleman thing, like going the door. Like, I think it's just a common courtesy thing. Mm. Same thing. Like, I don't just open a door for a lady. Don't get me wrong. Yes, mm. it's probably more so that what was, when I say, bred into me. You know, taught into me. Like you said, from the parents, from schooling, and all those things. But if I go on the door and then I see over the of my shoulder one of you boys walking in, it's not like I'm just going to go. 
fuck yes. <laughs> fuck that, I would. <laughs> it depends on the person you get on the date. If my daughter's there, no. But, mm. like, I'd literally go, yeah, cool, wait that half second. To, even to that point where it's like, I'm still going in, mate, but I'll, I'll throw the door open. Yeah, right, you. yeah, you know I was going to say that. Love so, you, that. Know, you know the uh, the daycare, uh, the carousel, where you, like, sort of open the door and then, oh, there's someone coming, do I just hold it or <laughs> do I just push it? And I'm I'm team push, so I'll, like, mm-hmm. be walking out the door and I'll just, like, nod at them real quick and just throw the door as far as I can and that's my uh, that's my thing where you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm doing a good good deal. Yeah, I'm like, fuck it. if I'm standing there for like 30 Waiting seconds because yeah. that makes them feel uncomfortable. They want to run and like do the, the weird wobble that people do when they cross <laughs> the road, you know, when there's a car waiting there at the pedestrian crossing and they just sort of wobble across the road, like make it look like they're running. So these people are trying to like make it look like they're going faster to catch your door and you're just like, oh, yeah. fuck it, I'll just throw it and yeah, they can yeah. go as fast as they want. If they want to let it go, good. Yeah. So you think it's more of like a evolved into just curt- courteousness in general as opposed yeah. to yeah. you know being a gentleman. I reckon so. But I reckon we kick it off from the start with violence because mm. mm-hmm. I think that's probably the Take one of the bigger point. ones that we should address at the moment as um, I've sort of realised in the school age, so starting with that age four, like I've got a five-year-old now and it's just trying to teach him the best way to get around things without violence and it's really hard because that's – Every kid's sort of first reaction is, I'm going to hit. Yeah. You're doing the wrong thing. I'm going to hit you, mm-hmm. you know, and like, and it's usually their siblings, but you're trying to teach them that at school, far out, if you hit a kid, you're going to go to the office mm-hmm. or you're going to get in trouble um, or you're just going to get a touch up. Like, mm-hmm. At young age, you're going to go to the office or you're going to get punished. Yeah. But at an older age, you go, to, you go to high school and you're going to get a touch up if you mm-hmm. hit the wrong guy. Anyway, um, so what the experts say, this is what we've been doing the last few weeks. We say what the experts say and then we say the, the shit dad opinion. So what the experts say for uh, violence is obviously violence is never okay. Um, this is a really funny one as well. Never letting a peer get away with it either. So if you see, especially like when your kids are around, if you see a mate sort of, you're not going to keep your kid around if someone's getting a touch up. But like if you see someone uh, like a kid do something wrong or like be violent towards another kid, you're not just going to let it go. You're going to give that kid a like a, a, a stern word or two, aren't you? You, mm. you, don't let it, you don't let them go because they're not your kid, I reckon. That's yeah, my yeah. total opinion. I do it with kids I don't know. I do it with kids I do know. I've been judged for it at school and but I don't care. If, if my kids are with me and I see something happen, whether it's towards my kids or not, I'm going to say something and I think that's really important. I think as an adult, you need to step in, and when kids are being violent, definitely. Yeah, even if it's even if it's just like kids. a double push to the chest, mm, you know, that's yeah. that's enough to knock a kid yep. backwards and then hit their head and do some real damage. Like they they've got to know that from a really young age. Anyway, so never letting a peer get away with it. Um, don't downplay a violent act. So an old school saying, "Boys will be boys." I, I that shits me. Ha- to I say. hate that phrase, yeah. especially as a teacher. Mm. Oh, he doesn't read. Oh, boys will be boys. Yeah. Or he didn't mean to hurt him. No, I don't care. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. He was mean. Yeah. And I was wrong. And what are you doing about it? Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Well, okay. Good luck. My turn. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, he's going to be dealing with it at school. Yeah. But that's life. You can't. You can't say boys will be boys. No. So then, therefore, society then accepts it's two blokes having a punch up at the footy arse. Yeah. Just, just a yeah, couple of fellas, a few too many kids. It's all but, good. But it also then turns into the fact that, well, girls will be bitches. Mm. So they'll hold those grudges for 10 years and that's okay. Mm. Oh, girls will be girls. Yeah. What? So they're going to be catty and go behind people's backs yeah. for three years of their schooling? No, I'm sorry. You just don't do it. Mm. 
I think it's really important when you say that, the caddy thing, because it happens at work now, even with us at work, you know, you you just hear people talk behind other people's back and you're like, I heard the best thing. In a thing. workplace full of blokes, you Exactly, mean? Yeah. yeah. And I heard the best thing the other day and I've been trying so hard to do it is talk, you, you be the person who in a group of people you talk good about one person. You, you, like you're not, if you have nothing nice to say, obviously you just sit back and listen. But you, if you have any sort of thing that you can hone in on and go, fuck yeah, he's good at that or like, yeah, he's a really nice guy and you you be the person to say it, you know, mm-hmm. and especially when your kids are around, if you are saying positive reinforcement about your peers or other people or, geez, that person's looking really fit or like, geez, how fast is that guy running, you know, mm-hmm. just positive reinforcement. Like it's going to breed that uh, from a really young age that positivity is the only sort of conversation starter. I don't know. I, that's how I look at it anyway. Have you boys ever spoken to someone that's always, I'm sure we all have, always negative? Like they can't mm, see yeah. the good in it. Yeah, we call yeah. that guy cunt of a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we come across them quite often. But how good is it when you come across someone who is generally like, I've had a shit day, but this is like amazing. Yeah. And you can just see them. Yeah. It actually lifts you. We just need more people like that. Yeah. Like what you were saying, Ben, it's like we need more people to just go, yeah, okay, all right. Instead of talking behind backs, so it's like, I really like that. I said, I didn't like mm. how he did this. Yeah. But I like that. You know, there's a Definitely. difference. It goes the same in the workplace. You want to get rid of all of that negativity and you want those people around you who are positive yeah. and then that feeds off each other and that positivity. Yeah, you know? yeah it's Be what, the guy. What's what's that saying? They'll have a problem for every solution or yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. That's that's typical Draining. kind of a day. Yeah. Draining. <laughs> yeah. Totally. But yeah, if you and if your dad's take away anything out of this, be that don't be kind of a day. Be the guy that says something positive about everyone. Um, yeah, so back to the professionals, what the experts say, demonstrate problem solving, talking um, to resolve conflict. So what I was saying before, like yeah. obviously violence is never okay, try and talk about it and if you can't, walk away. Um, a child who can say stop, I don't like it to another child who pushes them in a playground or calls them names or is just mean in any sort of way, violent or not, um, is more likely to grow into a confident young person who can clearly tell others what they want and what they don't want in relationships. So now we're sort of pushing into that um, gender equality sort of thing when, as we're going to go into relationships. I think it's a good uh, segue. Um, but if you, if from a young age, if a four-year-old is in the playground and gets pushed or is getting teased or something, you say, stop, I don't like that, mm. stop it, and just walks away. Not the instant reaction to push back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that sort of reaction of violence is sort of gone mm. or, or we're trying to teach them not to do that. Well, it's mm. communicating their feelings, right? So yeah. they're saying, yeah. Yeah, so I'm then when, into it. Exactly, and the experts obviously are experts, but they're saying in the future that's breeding people who can say in a relationship, mm. I don't like that, stop, yeah. you know. Whether it be a female or a male, because domestic violence goes both ways. Mm. What I like about that 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 leads into a bit of a story. So my miss three, um, obviously the educators know that I'm a teacher at her daycare, and they came over one day to me, and I did pick up, and I was like, "Oh, oh don't talk to me like about that. Oh, <laughs> what's happened? What's she done?" <laughs> yeah, and she's not normally like this. They normally just come over, have a chat. She goes, "Look, I just want to let you know, um, I was really proud of her." So we need to talk about something, but we, I was really proud of her. She noticed her in the playground and loves to get rough and tough. That's fine. Awesome. Love it. But one of the other 
boys was getting a bit too rough and she said, I don't like it or stop it. Yeah, good. About two or three times. Then and gave then, him a touch-up. And up. then she gave him a, <laughs> a touch-up. <laughs> and she's like, I was, um, I was just quietly quite proud of her. I was watching it happen on four as I walked over and you could see her saying, I don't like it, stop it. Yeah, good. Stop it. And finally just happened and she just went, well, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> I've tried. I've Never done my due diligence. Yeah. But I just, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'll talk to her about, you know, like making sure she talks. And she, no, don't worry, we had that conversation. I was like, go back quietly too. I was in there going, that's my girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. Yeah. Yeah. You've used your words before you had moment. to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like she could have just gone and pushed her and said, but he did this. Yeah. And copped that, you know, gone, no, nah, that's, you know, mm. two wrongs don't make it right. Yeah. But she tried. Yeah, good. That's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's sort of what we're, what we're pushing tonight. Like let's teach them from a young age, say, no, nah, I don't like it or stop that. And they've, they've got this thing at, at um, my kids' school. It's like the high five or something. I can't even – I couldn't even tell you what they are. But it's based around say something, walk away. If they're still bothering you, dob on them. And yeah, it's like down that path, like never take the violence yeah. path. Yeah. Can I just jump in? Sorry, this, is, this comes to the teacher, not the dad from me. Mm. Don't tell your kids you're dobbing. Oh, that that was me talking to the boys. No, no, not, no, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, tell yeah, your teacher, gonna, yeah, yeah. Tell definitely. them you're you're reporting it to an adult, mm. and then and again too, because sometimes as as adults we will go, that's a nothing kind of thing mm. because we should have that maturity of going, that's a nothing, but it's been reported, and so they know that it's not. Oh, I'm not dobbing, and then out comes those sayings when you get to those old ones. Oh, snitches get stitches. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. And these kids who are dealing with all this shit. And then it comes to a point they're like, I thought we were going to go age appropriate payouts and like dobbers wear nappies and wet ones. No, mate, I was literally here in school too, like for the young ones. Snitches get stitches. Jeez. Yeah. Grade fives are hectic these sh- days. I'm not even talking about shiv. Five. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? Like that's that's the thing. We do. We've got to tell them it's, it's you haven't liked it so you're reporting it because mm. you don't like that behaviour. Yeah, nice. That's um, so, great start. They try to get that. Mm. For sure. Now, shit dads, what the what shit dad say? say about violence? Now, I I sort of couldn't find the real funny approach to this, so I've I've gone a little bit um, real. You gone um, real? I know. Yeah. Mine would just real be real talk. Real talk. Just fucking hit them back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hit them back harder so they don't get up. That was my dad's uh, yeah. my dad's advice, but and that was to kids. Oh, like that was a bit older then, like teenager was. But anyway, um, violence. What the dad, what the shit dads say. I think an alternative. Obviously, it's not just what I think. I think it's widely known that an alternative for violence is like self defense. So you got judo, uh, jiu jitsu, karate, all those sort of things. Um, and I think that gets out a whole lot of pent up energy as well. So if your kid's a bully, I reckon that's a great way of mm. sort of hitting it up as well. Um, yeah, it's healthy aggression, really. Self defense, boxing, all those sort of things. I think that's a phrase that we, another buzz phrase that we really should be pushing as well healthy aggression. Because mm-hmm. boys will be boys, but let's stop using it as an excuse for violence. Boys. Teaches them how to use their body properly yeah. as well and understand like what they're capable of. Yeah. yeah. I think that's for all kids, not just boys. Oh, of course. Yeah, so yeah. Got, yeah. yeah, boys are probably more, pe- like when I say pent up, they probably have that, they're like a ball of energy, more so a ball of energy mm. than the girls because they are. For whatever reason, girls are just emotionally like smart. They yeah. just have that yeah. knowledge. Whereas boys are just no offense to all the dads out there with boys. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. I we all know it. <laughs> We're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm 35 and I'm still dumb <laughs> yeah, yeah. emotionally and like intellectually. <laughs> but yeah. do you know what I mean? Like 
it's it's probably important that all of them, that pent-up mm-hmm. energy, give them an outlet. And yeah. it doesn't have to just be a physical thing. Their, their outlet to this violence or, the, or they're upset, they want to be aggressive, yeah. could be I go create something or I go play that music and play my musical instrument or, you know, or just yeah. something like that to get that Focus energy somewhere out. somewhere else, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I give a shit uncle. Yeah. Yeah, go. I think I – think for like when we grew up, like back back in the olden days. Back in the good old days, <laughs> we're back when men were men. <laughs> no, I think I think all I did was play outside. Mm. Like we played, yeah. we played like whatever game we could find, right? Yeah. Like football or, or whatever it was. There was never a like I was generally with my friends, and I was never a violent kid. Like even as a grown man, I'm five, six, mm. 75 kilos. You know what I mean? Like I'm not scaring many people. So violence <laughs> was always my last choice. Um, but like it, 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 there was never a need to get violent because your energy's there. But yeah. it, I feel like a lot of the, you know, the staying inside and playing video games and stuff like that. Like, man, if I used to play the PlayStation, dude, I kicked holes in my walls. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I'd thrown shit at yeah. the walls. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just used to get angry and mm. I just feel like getting out and doing anything you do, combat or, yeah. or anything but sport like that's why i'm a big like i love to sponsor sports teams as well as yeah other stuff because i'm like kids in sport is so important 100 yeah. yeah. like how you manage you know, yeah you're not not going to be perfect like there's probably still a few kids that are violent that played sport yeah well of course yeah, <laughs> but yeah. they need to get that yeah. energy yeah. out yeah yeah well, could you imagine their energy if they didn't get out and play that sport yeah, yeah so good. i think about me you know like i'm st- yeah. Like even still. Yeah. Fastest man I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So another thing as well. So when it comes to relationships, I think when we talk about using words for um, resolving conflict, what kids are going to see at this age, the preschool age, is the conflict between the spouses. So how we deal with conflict with our Mm. Spouse, like I'm the first to and say, yeah. Control I, emotions. Exactly, all of it, yeah. yeah. So I think um, I'm the first to say, yeah, we have blow ups all the time. But and, and it's really, really difficult to keep it under wraps until the kids are in bed or whatever. Sometimes you just can't. It just yeah. comes out. Yeah. It just overflows and you've like it's all built up. And usually it's from the kids' behavior all yes. day and then it's all yeah. compounded. And then you're just like, fuck it. And we go at each <laughs> other then. He's like, no. Nah. But I think the disagreements with the spouse um, is and the siblings is what the kids will see and what they'll react from. Mm. Um, so I think it's really important for us now to demonstrate the reaction you want to see in them. So you want to see them not just in relationships when they're older, you want to see them having those relationships in the playground and resolving those issues in the playground they're going to do it the way you resolve it mm. at home. Like obviously, well, I can't speak for everyone else, but violence at home is probably going to be pretty rare. Um, but the yelling and the the raised voices and all yep. that sort of stuff, that's going to um, mirror to the playground as well. So yeah, yeah. really important that. Uh, and it's a fine line between wanting your kids to tell you when something's wrong um, and when your kid's being a dobbing little narc. <laughs> um, so you, you want them to tell the tell your the responsible adult, as Dave put it, you want to tell you um, you guys when you and you want them to be able to come to you whenever you like and tell you about anything. But like they've got to be able to gauge. Surely, what I don't know what fucking age they can gauge what is wrong and what is like just being a dobber. Yeah. But I've got kids that come up to me and go, oh, he did this. And you're sitting there going, fuck off. <laughs> he literally just scraped you with a pencil. I'm bleeding. 
Like, mate, I've oh, that works just, on me nuts. <laughs> I just, do I really need to deal with this, or can you deal with this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's to my three-year-old. That's not even the kids at school. But That's you know what's three-year-old. What's a, a habit with parents lately is are they bleeding? Are they dead? No, nah, all right, you're fine. And you're like, oh, it's. It's true to a, a of like to a, we we do want to be to able a to point. Find. Do you think that's yeah. because yeah. our generation we we've constantly told that we were you know babied and looked after and told we could do anything you know this kind of yeah. Gen Y thing and yeah you know child the world was always you can be anything and, you can yeah. want to be yeah um, and kind of yeah. wrapped in bubble wrap even mm-hmm. and then now um, uh, we're wanting to kind of swing back a little bit the yeah. other way like oh you know she'll be right kind yeah. of mentality definitely you you guys wrapped in bubble wrap. I wasn't, our, no, I our wasn't generation, all, no. <laughs> our generation compared to like others. Oh, shit, was I was talking like, about this like on the weekend. Mm. I had a broken arm and it dis- so like when I broke my arm, I dislocated the wrist because it was a displaced bone. The only reason it didn't come out of the skin was because of my muscle. It hit the muscle. <laughs> I popped the wrist back in myself and kept playing football. <laughs> Back and back, that's what I said. And back when back men were men. No, I actually did like. Uh, did you steal a toy when you went to Macca's day? <laughs> no, I probably just, <laughs> I probably just took some patties. No, but like, and then that, like, I just think of my mum was like, nah, you're right. Like, sports yeah. med told us, mate, it's just a cork. So yeah. I was sitting there icing it, shaking hands, doing all this stuff. That, yeah. Just a cork. And I woke up the next morning, my my arm was double the size. It looked like a crab with one. Like, with like Peter Griffin. One. Yeah. And then, and it was yellow. And yeah, my parents okay. are like, oh, maybe you should go to the doctor. Yeah. Do you Just think? Go get it checked, yeah. Do you think? <laughs> my bone's bleeding. Is what the doctor said. But no, I don't think it was Copton. I think more so the kids now, in all honesty, are, are wrapped in cotton wool. Yeah. It's, it's, and that bubble wrap. And, you know, and now we have these terms for parents, the helicopter yeah, parents. Helicopters, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it's, it's not so much a helicopter I'm worried about, it's the lawnmower parents that I'm worried about. You heard that one? No. no. They just mow everything down in their path for the kids just to pfft, Oh, yeah. They don't have to deal with anything. Wow. So they come up and say, so mowers just come through, just take everything out. Yeah. Kid just doesn't have to deal with anything. And then finally, these kids become an adult. And what they happens? go into the workforce. And then what happens? <laughs> and then they're like. <laughs> they get fired yeah. immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Or just don't get caught doing anything. I'm sure you've come across a couple of young, yeah, young kids in your, you know, your profession and they're like. Big, well, beg your pardon? Well, you're not telling me exactly what I need to do? You just, yeah, you yeah. just see well, it Well, you in, can't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, you just see it in, you know, I mean, I've been doing real estate for a while. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a, I mean, everyone's got their opinion on a real estate. Agent, <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, it's a very entitled industry. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, like it's, the, the successful people are successful because they work. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Full stop. And they've worked hard. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. All right, well, we've digressed. We've got a lot to cover. Um, so if, I'll finish it off by saying and uh, moving into the next one by saying um, the name of the game, stamping out unnecessary violence. So what we were saying before about breaking the cycle. Um, so let's be the parents that just break the cycle and stop using anger to get over our kids and, and dominate the kids and let's – not stamp it out, but let's like try and uh, move away from violence as the first reaction. Let's keep it calm, keep it loving. Um, and obviously if it's not serious, if, if it's serious, it's a different story, but yeah. you got to use some sort of, um, yeah, anger. But I, I just think, you know, like viol- when we talk about violence, let's break the cycle. Um, let's address all these, uh, these problems with talking as much as we possibly can. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Can I just add there? Fucking hell again. I always want to add. <laughs> I've had a few beers, boys, and I haven't eaten. So um, you're going to get it. I don't think when I hear that word violence, I think mm. it's a bit different to that where we have to get cranky. I think there's a different level. No, I mean, yeah. And I, I know what yeah. you mean, but yeah. like we're talking about violence. And, yeah. Uh, and, like but pushing and hitting yeah, and physical yeah, but, violence. No, yeah, no, it's not just violence like that. You can be aggressive in the way you speak and mm. it's a violent way. Yeah, okay. You know, do you know what I mean? Like, but there's a difference between, like you said, I have to raise my voice here or I have to be aggressive mm. in a manner. But it's not violent. If they've crossed the line, you need to it's not raise that voice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a violent way. We, we just, I think, for for dads and you know everyone out yeah. there who are listening, just there's a difference between violence and I need to use my voice. Mm. Yeah. All right, we're turning into experts here, so let's kick on with gender <laughs> equality. All right, teaching so, our, kid, our preschool kids gender equality. <laughs> the experts say, <laughs> don't forget, we're talking to four and five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, gender equality. So calling out sexist comments, especially in front of the kids, mm. um, and this kind of uh, mentality of altruism, and you know, yeah, not just letting things slide. I think is pretty important. Yeah. Uh, and that should just that should be happening in people's lives these days with their friends, not just their kids and things like that. You know, depending on the social situation. Uh, normalizing the ideals that anyone can be anything they want to be, men and women in non-traditional roles and activities. Yeah, like women's rugby and yeah. like men's. I'm not. I was going to say men's ballet, but like men in men in dancing and just things like that. I yeah, it's getting more prevalent. I think we yeah. got to embrace it. And you see it in uh, toy stores. We've got a doctor, Doctor Barbie. Yeah. Uh, it's not just you know she's not just the beauty pageant, all that kind of thing. I so, think what the experts were saying when I looked at it was they're saying let's. Um, outline it to our kids when we, we're walking around with our fours and five year olds. We're saying, "Oh my god, look at that um, that female rugby player! Like she's so good, you know." Yeah. Like just positive reinforcement about people in non traditional um, sex sports yes. or whatever yeah, it is yeah. or yeah. activities. Yeah, I think we just need to say, "Hey, look at that rugby league player." Instead of look at that yeah. lady she's rugby awesome. or woman, that rugby was probably rugby. a shitty example. No, no, but, no. But yeah, you know, like, but no, not just that. I'm like, how good male is male ballet dancer? How strong is he? He's lifting yeah. that girl over his head. Yeah. That's unreal. Yeah. You know, but look at that. Yeah, and I think that is what it needs to come to, mm. because we go, how good's that rugby league player? Mm. What do we autom- What are what are all four of us here automatically think of? Well, Latrell the, Mitchell, giant dude. You know what I mean? And it's not like it could be talking about James Tedesco. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, but and that's the thing. I think we need to totally avoid those. Yeah, the genders altogether. Yeah. Yeah, especially when we're talking about those particular things. How good is that doctor? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Male, totally. female, dancer, footy player, whatever. Yeah, I agree. And that kind of like goes into our own roles in the house. You know, not just having. Mm-hmm. Well, then we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. Not just having those assumed. Jobs that you've got to do, whether you know, I'm the dad, therefore I do this and I don't do that, or it's like you know, anyone can do anything, or we can share the different workload around the house and getting them to see us doing it. Was it uh, uh, Scott Stewart was saying he wants his realized he was doing all the uh, all the the household chores after his kids went to bed, mm. yeah. and then he changed that so they so his son could see him doing it, you know, doing the dishes and all that yeah. kind of thing. He was just trying to guilt his son into doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, start him young. See how hard I'm working. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, it's also around being aware of your own language. Avoid saying things like "don't act like a girl" or "man up." 
those types of statements, reinforce those unhelpful messages about how boys and girls should feel and behave. That shit is unforgivable. Boys will, I reckon, boys yeah. will be boys, as you, we were saying. You, you tell a four, year, four or five-year-old he's acting like a girl, you should get a fucking touch-up mm. yourself. Mm. I think, well, sorry, or a non-violent touch-up. <laughs> yeah, I'll call give it you a verbal, verbal touch-up. Verbal abuse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, all right. Well, I'll give you a cuddle until you've done the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you I don't like it. Yeah. Pull your head in. Yeah. And totally. then walk away and tell someone like my mum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't be telling a, a five-year-old that he's acting nah, like a girl yeah. or like the um, nah. the a girl, five-year-old girl to harden up. Like that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Surely. There yeah. is a way you could get a four- and five-year-old girl or boy up because we know that it's just whatever, they're crocodile tears or whatever. Yeah. You don't have to say, come on, harden up. It's like, <clears throat> you've got this. You're all right. Yeah. There's a difference. You don't yeah. have to. That positivity. Yeah. You don't have to pull the... The gender card, yeah. So, Georgia, my niece, she's a weapon, like, yeah, she will hurt herself and she'll kind of look at you. She's like, What's the reaction here? I'm like, Keep going, and she'll be like, Yeah, she'll wipe, she'll wipe her head. Yeah, if she yeah. bangs her head, she'll wipe her head, and she'll be like, Right, and then sometimes she'll like, She's like, going Silly bench or whatever she hits, <laughs> yeah. yeah. she'll keep on going. I'm like, Yeah, keep going, that's Good what. Job. But that's what we do. Like I, I, I laugh. I try to laugh it off as much as I can. Yeah. Like so clumsy, and there's boom smack, and you can hear it. Yeah. Right? And you're like, oh yeah, shit. If my 90s plus kilo frame hit that ground of that hard, <laughs> you know, doing that, I would be sitting there crying like a little yeah. bitch. Yeah. Um, and and I say that term because my three year old just look, looks at me, same, looking for that reaction. Yeah. And I'm like. Nah, you'd be right. And then that's right. She gets up and she like, rubs an ear and says, yeah, yeah, I'm tough. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm tough. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, good. But then. That's right. I think back to even when I was a kid. I remember this one time I come off my bike, blah, blah, chilling with my dad, all good. Mum rocks up. I'm like. Because <laughs> 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 yes. she's like, oh my God, are you okay? Dad's just like, yeah, you'll be fine. I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine. No problems here. Mum gets there, I'm in tears. Yeah. <laughs> Still the same nowadays. Yeah, your mum comes, oh, I'm so yeah. You know what's another one I reckon as well? Gender-specific toys. Don't be pushing. Like if your kid picks up a, a bar, like a boy picks up a Barbie, I wouldn't be worrying about that. No. If your girl's picking up bloody monster trucks and running around with it, wouldn't be worried about that. Yes. Like I think that's something that is so outdated and it's, I, I don't know how much it's around these days but like. You just got to be conscious, toys, yeah. conscious of it, and call, and even uh, call yourself up on mm-hmm. it if you start, you know, thinking or saying things because it it does happen, and that's naturally sometimes the way that our brains are wired. Yeah. So we have to kind of just constantly go, "Is that right? Okay, no. What's the better way to say it for yeah. next time?" Yeah, Definitely. I think that's that's awesome. But I love when Little Miss Three comes running around and she has her little handbag, or whatever, over her shoulder, but she's carrying the football. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. And I'm like, open up her little handbag. Where else is she going to keep the tea, the kicking tea? Well, I was going to say the teeth that she's all just tackled out. <laughs> no, but look, and then I look in there and I'm like, yeah, cool. You got your lip glosses or whatever. And then she stops mid game, lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. And then back in the football, That's running right. again, yeah. running into the couch and stuff of like this. And I'm like, good. You've got the best of both. You know, yeah, you can, they can do it all. Exactly. Yeah. Like, my yep. missus is stronger than me by far. Better, she's better at rugby league than me, you know, like, Love it. like just 100%. Yeah, and then and she's hot too, so <laughs> <laughs> good result. Everybody wins. Yeah, you, you've got to give them the, every opportunity just to figure out what they like. And if, yeah. they, if they do gravitate toward a girl gravitating, gravitating towards girly things, yeah, 
it's fine cool. if they don't, whatever. So, yeah. yeah, let them figure that out for themselves. Totally. Awesome. Respect. Respect. All right. So what do the experts say? They say the respect is essential part of forming healthy, happy relationships with friends, family, and romantic partners. Could not agree more. Mm. Treat others equally, fairly, and in the same way you want to be treated yourself. Make sure your child sees you behaving this way. Mm-hmm. Agree. That comes back to us talking about the door. You don't yeah. just have to hold the door open to, you know, other other genders. Just open the door. Just push it open. Don't hold exactly. it. Exactly. Or just <laughs> don't hold it like or a mug. Just, just give them a nod. <laughs> You're coming. Are you going to hurry up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. But no, uh, other one says, well, let your child know that uh, people have diverse views, beliefs, values, religions, cultural practices, and so on. Um, and that it's important to show respect even when you don't agree with someone's values or views. Mm-hmm. That comes down to opinions. Everyone has one. but I reckon, yeah, exactly. But I reckon the biggest one at the moment is multiculturalism at yeah. schools. Yeah. Like our the school that my kids go to, there's like way, like mm. it's very ethnic diverse. And mm. it's I think teaching respect at that age for different diversities, uh, different ethnicities is so important because you can't have a kid going up to another kid in school going, why are you black? Or like, yeah. why is that? different. Yeah, why, yeah, you look different, yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Why was your mum wearing that um, that like weird dress thing, the colourful dress, like a sari or something? You know? I think they're much better at it in daycares now than mm. yeah. I've ever seen before. Not just, yep. you know, the people that they hire, but just every other week it's learning about some different type of mm. culture or whatever. It's really good. Take <laughs> is teaching Spanish. You're like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I didn't even learn Spanish in high school. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's unreal. I, I just spent an hour after school today planning like a week of things and one's cultural awareness or cultural yeah. day kind of thing. We printed out the countries that either our students were born from or their parents, and you look at the like how diverse it is, and you're like, mm. holy crap! Yeah, you know what I mean. And I tell you something, I, like you said, kids are born as blank slates. They don't see color. They don't see gender. They don't see. That's all taught into them. Mm. Like so, I think it's it's important for us to show that. Well, that's just another male, or that's just another person. Yeah. They're a nice person. We trust them until whatever. Yeah, So totally. Anyway, the experts also say about respect, uh, that respect your child's boundaries and let them know that it's okay to say no sometimes, obviously. So, for example, no, I don't want to go to Jack's house to play. Jack is an absolute tit, to be fair. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never liked Jack. <laughs> and it's also better for us as parents because I don't like Jack's parents. <laughs> Mr. Seven. Mr. Seven's got a kid at school called Jack. He's actually all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but every other Jack, I swear to God. Yeah, this is not aimed at you, Jack. Yeah. If you're listening. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's dad. He's good. He's good. I like coming to your house, Jack. Yeah. Um, anyway, communicate openly and sort out conflicts fairly. So, for example, don't yell or be aggressive towards your child in an argument. We speak about this all the time. Don't stoop to that level. Mm. Yeah. Don't. We're talking to four and five-year-olds. Show them that... Yelling and being aggressive is co- totally different to raising your voice and like yes. leading them to time out, you know. That's mm. not, yeah. I in, in agree. And it's it should just be like, hold up, we're talking to a four-year-old, five-year-old. And yeah. if you're going to time out, I think sometimes the best way to do it is the calm way. 
you get cranky and then you walk them in, you storm them in. Yeah. You build their reaction. Mm. And then so when you show them, it's like, no, this is there's consequences to your action. And this just, this teaches respect. You've done the wrong thing. There is a consequence in our house or whatever it is. Your consequence is this. Yeah. You go to school, you go to kidney, you go to these things. It's a little bit different. but And like most things, it is definitely easier said than done. Mm. Shit, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, because that could just be that thing that tips you over the edge. Yeah. So, totally. Yeah. What does your dad say? I was going to say, don't stoop. I'm not going to say stoop. Like, <laughs> let's say most of the time, mum is going to hold higher standards than dad when it comes to behavior. <laughs> don't get angry because mum's angry. That could, that's my only advice for it's respect. Hard. It's hard, isn't it? You because feed off you it. feel like a dick mm. if your wife's angry and you're not angry. Yeah. About something that generally you're like, oh, <laughs> it's not if you bad, weren't no. here, <laughs> if you weren't here, I'd let this go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I think pushing the highest standards on your kids is setting yourself up yeah. for failure. They're five years old. Let them learn them learn by doing. I reckon that's how I've started doing it, and it's working. Mm. So must say, De- de- demonstrate, like we were saying before, demonstrate mm. respect. Don't yeah. expect yeah. it. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to show respect before you receive respect. Yeah. Especially to a four or five year old, we don't want to cause drama for something for the little things because it fucks your day up as well. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to respect, we're we're talking about just breaking the cycle, um, same as the violence thing, and demonstrating what we want to see. But now it is time for preschool dad stuff. Does anyone have anything on preschool dad stuff? I actually, I'll kick this one off if that's cool. Sure. Um, I think it's very important to realise that at four and five years old, or mainly five onwards, kids can read warning signs. So I dropped off my Miss Three at daycare. I had my five, Mr Five and Seven in the car with me, fully intending on leaving them in the car while I ran in, dropped her off, came out. Out of the car, had little Miss out of the car and Mr Five goes, Daddy, that sign says you can't leave your kids in the car. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Righto, okay, you can read now. We've got to do everything properly. So uh, don't forget they can read uh, read signs. I don't know if that's a, a dad stuff or a shit dad moment. It's probably a bit of both, but uh, yeah. Um, they might not always be able to describe what they're thinking. Um, so I showed my kids the trademark socks, the, mm. uh, the camel toes, and then the next day they all wanted to have cow feet. <laughs> I was like, what? what are they even talking about? What? And then one of them put socks on and then ran around in their thongs. And like, see, cow feet. I was like, oh, camel toes. Okay, yeah, righto. So you've got to be able to understand what your yeah. kids are talking about. Yeah. Um, you also got to be careful they're where they're walking bullshit. around saying that. Camel toes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you got your camel toes Daddy today? A camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's, uh, that's my preschool dad stuff. I would say... Um, Similar vein when the, with them reading things is uh, they they start to get a lot smarter and they remember everything you say, especially when you've said you're going to make a promise. Oh, I promise we'll do this. Oh, and yes. then it could totally. be days later, weeks yeah. later, and they'll bring it up still. Yeah. Remember that you said this? I'm, I haven't forgotten the kind of thing. Every now and then Harper reminds me, I owe her five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
oh, I totally forgot Damn about it. that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd say keep, you got to keep your promises because they will remember. And then the other one is just, it just gets more and more fun. Like, you know, we, we often talk about some of these difficult things of raising kids when mm. it comes to respect and, um, you know, gender equality and violence and things like that. But uh, it, when they're this age, they are just getting more and more fun. They can do more things, communicate better, and mm. they're able to build better cardboard hats <laughs> and <laughs> slightly better. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's cool. just kind of roll with the, the increased levels of fun versus when they are younger and it's more about keeping them alive, yep. keeping them entertained in short chunks. Yeah, definitely. Now we're talking about shaping them into the humans you mm. want to see uh, growing up, but I'll have to skip over Dave because he's not at the stage yet and skip over Ant because he doesn't have kids yet, but... Um, Hey, got a three and a half don't even start with being. <laughs> don't start with being a dog dad. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, we'll skip on though because we've got. I put the question out to the masses. I don't know if you boys did. Um, disciplining preschoolers, wrong answers only. So this is something we've liked doing lately, and we put it out to the. the dads I want to hear what they got. Yeah, yeah the mm. shit dad, uh, shit dad podcast shit daddery group on facebook if you you haven't joined yet send us a uh, invite and we'll, we'll accept you because we want to hear your voice um how do we discipline preschoolers wrong answers only the first one was duct tape is silver but silence is gold <laughs> <laughs> that was by far my favorite um <laughs> give them the ipad and tell them they can have it again with good behavior because that always works <laughs> and the, actually no this is tied favorite Put them in a giant bindi patch with no shoes on and don't take them out until they've said sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying it. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, I thought it said wrong answers. That sounds pretty bang on to me. As as a non-dad, of course. Sorry, dog dad. Dog dad. Oh, (laughs) Oh, God. That's unreal. Um, Right, so... Does anyone have some things that all dads should be able to do for four or five-year-olds? I'll start. I think you should – I've only got one, but I think you should – every dad of a preschooler should know how to whip up a daddy dinner with whatever's in the cupboard because it's not hard to whip up a a little spaghetti sauce with a couple of tins of crushed tomatoes, a bit of oregano, garlic, um, and there's your spaghetti sauce. Let it simmer down. Happy days. If you've got some mince, all good. If you've got some, um, oh, there's this something yeast. I can't remember what it's called. It's like what vegans eat instead of mince. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. You have to like soak it in water so it gets like a mince quality. I, I use the, the term quality very loosely. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you, you chuck a bit of that in, happy days, throw some noodles together, boom, daddy dinner. Nice. You know, chuck something together that is reasonably healthy. Here's something that all dads should be able to do by the fourth year. Don't buy that stuff that Ben's just told you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeast quality. Ever. Do not buy that. I'll try and think of the real name of it. I can't remember. Far out. It's so bad. Just buy. Don't be vegan. (laughs) Just buy meat. <laughs> totally nice. You got anything, Camo? Um, I th- I think by this stage you should be able to build a pretty deluxe pillow fort. Oh, for sure. That's structurally sound and uses yep. pretty much every single pillow and and sofa cushion in the house. Yep, I like that. That's good. Dining room tables. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the good old blankets over it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Classic. I slept in it like one. I think it's about. <laughs> yeah, you three. mentioned that when <laughs> you were pissed as well. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. Why am I so sore? Because <laughs> I'm sleeping on tiles. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> in a fort, though. It was pretty cool waking up. <laughs> Dad hacks, boys. Dad hacks for a preschool age kid. I think now that they can brush their teeth by themselves, you've got to make sure they brush for long enough. Otherwise, they end up with yellow teeth still. I saw one thing that I have used ever since, love it, and it is they've got to hum twinkle, twinkle, little star twice while they're brushing their teeth and they can't stop brushing their teeth until they stop humming it. That's a better approach to what we do. We, we put on the Dougie toothbrush oh, song yeah. or the Wiggles one. The Wiggles one, one yeah. yeah. But it's still got a screen in, in front of them yeah. versus doing it by themselves. I thought I didn't think they'd want a bar of it, but they love it. So happy days. Yeah. There's a little hack for you. It's awesome. I got nothing. I've got no preschool. I kids. <laughs> I just got me, and my hack is. To and I don't just, brush my teeth. And just <laughs> just get your wife to tell you what to do. <laughs> That's Good. your hack. Yeah. That's hack. my hack. Well, I'm a preschool age kind of guy. <laughs> Oh, that's it. Righto, so we've had a really good chat this week, I think, around um, all things moulding your kid into the, the human you want them to become. Um, covered some really good topics. But now it is time for what we usually have as This Week in Fatherhood on the Workbench. But we want to utilise Anthony in a um, a bit more of a, a useful thing this week, considering he's a dog dad. Um, <laughs> but we wanted to come in from the real estate side of things um, and get some proper advice from him. So I'll leave him over with Camo there. So yesterday we had a mental health day for work. So the yep. whole company globally had the day off. And I decided I didn't want to have any screens. I wanted to do something around the house. So I got stuck into a very... Very average Kmart bathroom Renault. Uh, so mm-hmm. I use those stick-on tiles and I've paint, done a bit of painting. and um, Yeah, so it's been, it's been a bit of fun and nothing too terrible that I can't, can't fuck up and undo some, somehow. <laughs> but I wanted to ask, um, you obviously in the real estate industry, what kind of dad DIY do you see and does it, is it, are there terrible ones and do they actually add value to the house? There's there's a lot of dad DIY. Yeah. Um, putting me putting me really. I know we <laughs> sort of briefly brushed over this, but it's really on the spot. But like, if I was to think of the the main, do you know what? I think the main dad DIY is everyone thinks they're a painter. Everyone thinks they can paint. Yeah. But um, the like the the main thing we'll get there'll be. You, you'll walk in, they'll be like, yeah, I painted this. You're like, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> like um, there's bits of painting. What else? What else? What else would I probably think? Like if you get a – all right, you'll get a guy that's like, I'm handy. <laughs> they'll be turning around being like, you know, the building industry ain't shit. I'd never get a tradie to come and do this because they're honestly not worth their weight. And you're walking around you're like, oh, you did this. <laughs> Oh, that wow. makes sense. The door that doesn't close, you, you, you did that. Yeah, no, nah, it closes. You just got to give it a good. Like, handy, handyman right. that, that, yeah, that yeah. shouldn't touch things. Yeah. It's, um, it's rife and it's always like the, I think when you do something for yourself, you don't realize that the quality is 
probably not quite yeah, yeah. there because you're proud of the fact that yeah. you did it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right? And then, so, like, I see it and I'm like, oh, that, that's <laughs> fucked. I'm like, that looks great, mate. <laughs> you know when your kid brings a painting home from school? Yeah. Like, beautiful. <laughs> it's a great picture of your mother. That's you, Dad. <laughs> how about uh, how about in the uh, backyard? Do you see any things, you know, in the garden or people trying to do their own gardens? Do, do you know one thing that I see all the time is uh, regularly? Oh yeah, we were going to start a veggie garden, and then it's just a patch of wood with weeds. Oh. In <laughs> Everyone started a veggie garden, yeah. and then got and then got you know three seconds into it and given up. It's um, hard. <laughs> <laughs> I saved myself ten grand on my when I built my house because they took it for the oh we got to peer down, you know because I'm like why and they're like oh this tree's too close so it might cause you know the root system blah 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 mm. and the guy actually gave me advice I was like if you can prove that tree's not there we'll save you money I just went there one night and I was just running with my brother and just pulled that tree out and just threw it down this sort of way I took a photo the next morning like they're like. Yeah, there's no tree here. Great. Here's 10 grand off. <laughs> so here's my advice. Don't plant trees near your house. Yeah. <laughs> Just have cl- lawn. Yeah. you've got to clean shit up. Or if you do, move before they're big. Yes. Yuckers. Yeah. Like, um, Yuckers are great when they're this big. Yeah. You know, the little spiky things. Yeah. yeah. When those motherfuckers grow. Like, I, like you see them in some houses and they're like, it fucked the fence. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. ruined all this stuff. And you're just like, yeah, they're great when they're this big. They're just like, <laughs> they look fantastic, but then you move. Yeah. And then if you move into a house like that, rip, rip them, them out. Rip them out. Yeah. ASAP. Love it. Well, I think um, what we'll do in the future is give Ant a, um, a weekly segment if, we, if he's up for it and uh, just ways that dads can – do stuff around their house and also, by the sounds of it, not do stuff around their house. <laughs> not do stuff, I think yeah. so. so. Okay, and also don't go in the bathroom, please. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't you call me for a free market? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. And uh, that wraps up what we'd usually have as This Week in Fatherhood on the Workbench um, because we, I think we've all got some shit dattery that we want to share with the class. So it's definitely time for a bit of this. Shit dad Beautiful. Yeah. And do you have a shit uncle moment you want to share? Yeah. It's not just from this week though, you know. Oh, no, it doesn't have to really just have be to, this week. really have to pick the uh, memory yeah. bank here. But Shit um, uncle moment. Shit uncle moment. So my niece is five. Um, actually, here's another shit uncle moment. I can't remember whether her <laughs> birthday's the 13th this month or the 15th. <laughs> so if her mum's listening to that, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, She's she, first time we hung out, just me and her. She was four because I was worried about changing nappies and all that sort of stuff. So she comes to stay over at my house. We had a wild time. Peppa Pig was on the TV. We were, you know, sitting there eating. Uh, I got her chicken tenders and some chips for dinner. Finally, bedtime. We go to bed and I wake up and it's been 11 o'clock and there's some, there's some crying next to me. I'm like, what's, what's the over? And she's crying, she's crying. She wants milk. I'm like, nah, go back to sleep. You know, so I'm, I'm sitting there and she's like just crying. I'm like, I don't know what to, I had no clue what to do. I'm like, do I call her mom? I'm like, nah, I'm not waking everyone up just for this. I'm like, I'm just going to have to deal with this. I'm like, right, she's four. How long can she last? <laughs> so I just rolled over and just listened to her cry. 
and she's tapping me on the shoulder. She's like, I'm crying. I'm like, yeah, I know. Go, 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 go back to sleep. So I'm sitting there ignoring her. And she's like, I want milk. I'm like, you're not getting milk at this stage. It's 12 o'clock. I'm like, go back to sleep. Finally, after like an hour and a half, she gave up and I'm lying there like this exhausted. <laughs> I was like, please. So I learned my lesson that probably next time when she's crying, I'll just get up and take her and watch TV. I'll just actually be a shit uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, uncle's for real. <laughs> nice. Who's next? Camo, you got one? Uh, I don't really have a shit dad moment from myself, but I, re- I was reading something this week around a woman who um, goes out to houses uh, and she, as a child psychologist, she helps families. Uh, and she started writing a diary of um, the worst kids' names that she's come across going to all these different houses. So I wanted to share this because... You hear some of these kids' names. These are real kids' names and you realise how many shit mums and dads there are out there. So this is the boys' list of the worst names. Adolf. (laughs) Anus. Boris. Cletus. Champ. Danger. Ebola with a H. Ebola. Oh, my God. Inspector with a K. Holy shit. Lucifer. And this is funny, Bart. <laughs> Shout out to her mate, Bart. The worst girls' names were A Miracle, like A-H Miracle, A Miracle. Oh, any, as in choose any name and they chose any. Wow. Baby, Beverly, and obviously they misspelled Beverly. Boomquifa. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> please, can you please spell that out? Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> B double O M Q U I F A Boom Queefer. Chardonnay Elizabeth. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm unique with a I apost- I apostrophe M unique. I Minuked. Jerica. I think that was meant to be either America or Jessica. Yeah. There's a Karen in there. Good. America. Panthe. Felony with a PH. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, so T U M O double M O double R O W. Tomorrow, and the last one, Vajonica. Oh, that's that's the best one, <laughs> Vajonica. So I guarantee these are these are real names. Oh my god, that's brutal. Mm. This one's like a three in one, isn't it? Oh, that's too good, Vajonica. <laughs> okay, I don't I don't actually have one this week, so I'm reading a mate's. I don't know if he wanted to stay anonymous, but Smitty. Um, <laughs> Too late. <laughs> there's a fucking there's a movie in Smiths. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so this is his shit dad moment. Little Mrs. One. We were letting little Miss have some naked time in a room after bath one night. She stood up between her bookshelf and caught, pulled some books down on the floor and was starting to wee while standing up. Mrs. and I just looked at each other and laughed. Let her finish her wee. Yeah, fair play, whatever. Um, And then she was just pissing all over the books. Then we tried to take a step, or she tried to take a step rather, and she slipped over and her wee (laughs) fell straight on her butt. So little miss was lying there in a puddle of piss while the missus and I were laughing at each other, trying to clean it up in the process while we wiped the books and tried to wipe it off her. Good. I just said to the missus, nah, the books are fine, and put them back on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Let them dry out. <laughs> so well played, Smitty. Smitty. On your Smitty. That's yeah. good. Um, I have two 
quite extravagant shit dad moments. One is an actual shit dad moment this week. Um, so little miss took her to swimming lessons um, after a little while off. She, she was like, oh, she was sick for a bit. So we just like, I'll give her a bit of time off. Took her to swimming lessons up, all better. Um, yeah, she's having a bit of trouble with the toilet training, as we said. And um, we've, yeah, it's, no. it's happened. No. Uh, yeah, it's, she's dropped one in the pool. Um, but the worst part about, oh, maybe not the worst part. I was just sitting on my phone planning for the podcast. (laughs) I was was doing some podcast planning and the teachers like basically come up and tap me on the shoulder and going, um, she needs to go to the toilet. And I said, what do you mean? I looked down. I was like, like my face must look like an emoji. Um, yeah, she was like dripping and yeah, it was not great. We took her into the toilet. I'm sitting there. I, I'm pretty – it's hard to embarrass me usually, but um, I didn't want to walk out of that toilet. I was just sitting there going, what am I going to do? And I'm like reaching for whatever I could to try and wipe it up and I was like, fuck, I've got to throw these swimmers away and like I threw all of it out. Mm. And um, I was in the end I was just like – I walked out really sheepishly like head down like we're gonna go i was like she wasn't even fully dry i was just chucked her in the shower i was like yep let's towel around let's roll get out of here and then i've like half assed on the way past going are you sure you don't want me to mop that up as (laughs) as i'm walking out the door (laughs) oh far out it was so embarrassing man felt so bad but yeah i think the the shit daddery came from the quick wipe up and get out like Mm. didn't yeah, it didn't make it happen real Surely good. they'd be used to that. At, at, you know, like they did, they did say on the way out that yeah. it happened twice already this week, but yeah. it doesn't make you feel any better. No. Um, the worst one came at school pickup yesterday because um, little miss stays home with me from daycare on Mondays and we dropped the boys off in the morning. Everything went swimmingly as per and then in the afternoon we went to pick her up and she's decided to go play with the fire extinguisher and I was just like, ah, that's my girl, happy days. Um, let it be. The boys both came up to me. I was talking to another parent, got a little bit distracted. I was like, all right, I wanted to get out of it. Come on, boys, let's go. And I was probably, I'd gone out the school gate and 100 metres up the road and thought, oh, no, where is she? Looked around me. I was like, fuck, I've left her inside. Dropped the boys. I was like, stay there. Sprinted back. I looked like a cartoon character, <laughs> like fists up in the air, like full. And then um, I've run in the gate and she's just standing there crying like this. Oh, no. <laughs> the face and all. And this teacher's like got her by the hand going, oh, is this one yours? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> run out. So. It's the one that pooped in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take her anywhere. Yeah. So that's my shit battery for the week. Great. Well done. (laughs) Awesome. So, uh, yeah, that's that's shit dad moment of the week. And I think that'll wrap it up for another episode. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Ant, for coming on. That was really, really good. Thanks for having me. Um, Yeah. And, uh, you know, some classic stories. I'm loving the amount of messages and and shit dad moments we're getting sent in as well. Definitely. Seem to be ramping up quite a lot. So continue to send those through. The shit dad share line. Get them on the socials, on Instagram and Facebook. Um, not quite on Be Real yet, but Nick's on. Yeah. So I finally got him on. <laughs> You've converted Dave, me. Dave definitely won't get on. <laughs> Are you on Be Real, Ant? Uh, I am I'm, I'm not. Man. You're not being, being real? The, the, uh, there's, there's got a couple of youngies at my office. Murray's 21, Tully's yeah. 23, and they're, they're both on Be Real. And I've been an appearance on Be Real. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, guest appearance. Haven't made the jump yet, you know. <laughs> Still wrapping my head around TikTok. 
I just skipped TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not going to um, put myself into doing something that I have no intention of actually really <laughs> giving. You know, like, I want to just go, yeah, yeah, this is really, really good. No, I'm not taking a photo of myself. No. No. <laughs> nah. Um, thanks to Milky as well for giving that uh, f- five star review. Love it should be five stars, it better have been. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, anyone else, once again, just jump on, leave a really quick review. That'll be really helpful. Uh, and don't forget to support the guys who support us Smashing Fibers and Black Property Group. Definitely. And uh, I think uh, it's time for a bit of that last dad voice. Anyone? No, me either. I think it's been an enormous episode uh, this week, and I really hope you get all the way through. Because there's been some some good stuff and some bad stuff and hopefully a lot of parenting nuggets you're going to take away from. Um, but from us, keep striving to make those relationships with your kids 1% more meaningful every week, whether you take away something from our shit daddery or not. And remember, we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood for the kids. <laughs>